Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, 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 Geek Vibes Nation, to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. As you guys can see, me and Dane have completely mastered the intro, the drive, <laughs> and the start of the show. This is history. Uh, no, there, there, there was too much of a delay. I'm sorry. I got to knock points for that. Uh, I had to reload the damn thing on my phone, and then I started scrolling, and I was in panic trying to get the fill. So bad, but I picked Phil Amarno. God dang it. Uh, all right. At well, least he admits it. Well, listen, uh, obviously, uh, obviously our post-production meetings don't work as flawlessly as we want them to. But anyway, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. I'm your host, Juwan. This episode is called Do Not Let Bay Touch Gundam. You will understand <laughs> what we mean by that very soon. But let me introduce our, our panelists. Uh, Nick, what's going on, Nick? Welcome back. Oh, thank you, man. It's good to be back. Uh, by the way, when I read that, like, obviously it's it's B-A-Y, but, like, for whatever reason, when I read it, like, in my head, I, I, I read it as B-A-E, and I was just like, what the fuck is Sean <laughs> talking about? <laughs> listen, don't let her listen, touch your Gundam. I mean... Don't let, don't let Michael Bay touch my Gundams. Don't let Mike Bay touch my Gundams. No one's touching Gundams. That is pretty much what we're saying by that. The Green Bay um, Packers? Yeah, everybody. Um, <laughs> we also have Dane. What's going on, Dane? Yeah, I'll just chilling, I guess. <laughs> I screwed that one up. I'm doing good, guys. All right. <laughs> All right. And I am pretty sure we will get a underwhelming response from this one. Joel, what is going on, Joel? Yo. <laughs> Joel, I, I, I swear, just, man, I don't, just, think, I don't think there's anybody in this world I love to hate more than you, man. I, I, I promise you that. I, I love to hate you so much. I believe it. It's, I believe it's it. a love-hate relationship. <laughs> like, like you love him and he hates you. It's basically. It's yeah, I would. I would say that is an accurate response to to where me and Joel are. Is I Just guess that's me and my my grandmother are. <laughs> Just once in my life, I want it. I want I Joel him. to like to to do like his his introduction like like Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Just like full of enthusiasm and excitement. That's just like. Very off-putting, but don't like, you know, just keep that in mind, Joel. Just do it randomly one time. It'll be. It's gonna, it'll take, be great. It's gonna take me a month to get into character, but yeah, I'll try. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, I didn't. Nick I didn't know you were a method actor. Do you hang out with Daniel <laughs> yeah. Day Lewis? I gotta do what I gotta do. Jared Leto, character. do you like? I don't know. Send mice to random women that you're doing movies with. <laughs> send rats anyway. to my friends. Ask Joan. It's a, wow. Yes. Yes. Joan is a rat. Um, I am a rat. Thank you. Um, all right, let's, let's move on. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to start off with reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp. But since Nick has not seen it yet, he will be on mute. 
So me, Joel, and Dane will be reviewing Ant-Man and the Lot. Uh, hmm. So just just throwing, throwing it out there so everyone doesn't go, well, you guys skipped Nick. No, we didn't. He just didn't see the movie, so he's on mute. So we will be getting back with Nick on the next topic. Um, but all right, guys, let's let's pretty much start this off, man. Uh, Ant Man and the Watch came out was it was this this week, right? It wasn't last week. Last well, week like it was a week before I saw this movie. This week? No, it wasn't. Okay, it was this week. All right, perfect. Uh, all right, so it came out. I went into this movie. <clears throat> I, I won't say with low expectations or high expectations. I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, so I just went in hoping that it'd be a good rebound movie for how emotional Infinity War had me. And I will say it was really good. It, it, it was very good. It was a fun ride. Um, I was told I didn't have a sense of humor because I didn't laugh not even once the entirety of this movie. Uh, I just didn't find it funny. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought the action was great. I thought the story was really good. Uh, his daughter is hands down one of the coolest characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, and Evangeline Lilly lived up to the hype of, uh, of Watts. Um, that's a character I've definitely been looking forward to seeing since the end of The Last Ant-Man. Um, so it was really good to see her come back and just completely just blow the, the role out of the water. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was awesome. Michael Douglas was, of course, awesome. Uh, but, Joel, I'm going to go to you first. What were your thoughts of Ant-Man and the Watts? I... I went in with uh, even expectations. I didn't know because I really enjoyed the first movie, and I've heard a lot of good things about this movie. But, you know, it is what it is. I just wanted to go with an open mind. I got in there, and um, I had a blast with this movie. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I was even expecting to like it because I thought it was funny. I do have a sense of humor, so I did laugh during this movie. So it, there was so there. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. If you didn't laugh, I wonder about you. I really do. <laughs> it was funny. It was a funny movie. Um, there was so much to this movie, though. They're like, I really like Peyton Reed's style of directing, I guess, because it, it had a good pace to it. Um, there was some good story elements to it. It wasn't the best movie or anything, but it, I think it was an improvement over the first. Um and it's not always easy to do that. And this movie, I think, did. I think that they hit a lot of the park with the characters. Um, I thought everyone was an improvement over the first. <laughs> I enjoyed like, a little bit of every. I love the way they used the shrinking technology and the growing technology and fucking up in the middle, getting stuck and looking like a kid. That was hysterical. Um, there was just so much to this movie. And like you said, his daughter was like adorable the whole movie. And the, the usage of ants in this movie, instead of having them small, they were bigger. It was just, it was just. Very creative, and I, that's why I, why I liked it so much. And there's a little little tidbit, if you're listening, that, that could lead you to where they might be going in the future uh, for Infinity, like post-Infinity War, obviously. So there were little things right. if you pay attention. And there's always the mystery of who that secret buyer is. Everyone's talking about who's the secret buyer. There's a lot of theories of who it is, but I'm intrigued. Sure. I wonder who everyone else's thoughts is. Yeah, and what I like about what Kevin Feige has been doing with these movies since around the time uh, with, I'd say, Black Panther, Homecoming, uh, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you've noticed, like, been paying very close attention, he's leaving breadcrumbs to mm-hmm. what he could possibly do with the newly acquired Fox rights. And I, I love it. The secret buyer here 
um, whoever's going to be buying the, the building that Stark sold. Like, just a lot of breadcrumbs could lead into mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Just so many of them could lead into it. Um, so he's been doing a really great job with setting the table, possibly, because all these breadcrumbs could lead somewhere else. We could be completely wrong. Um, but just the possibility of it. Uh, but before I pass it to Dane, I do want to ask you this, Joel. Were you disappointed we didn't get to actually see Goliath, or did that not bother you at all? No, I did a little bit. Like, I thought we'd get a flashback of him as Goliath, like like they did in the beginning with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I got to say, again, they they, throw, they, they they hit it out of the park with their uh, de-aging technology. And I'm just I'm amazed that every time they do it, and it's almost every time it's better. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I yeah. was a little disappointed we didn't get to see him as Goliath. We did get to see him younger. We just didn't get to see him as Goliath. So, oh, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed in that, yeah. I was I was mainly only disappointed because I was hoping that Ghost wasn't the real villain. Like it turned out right. that um it, it turned out she that Goliath No, she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't. But I, I I was saying in my mind before seeing the movie, I was hoping that Goliath was behind Ghost. And then, right. you know, uh once Ghost was kinda of taken out of the picture, he would turn into actual Goliath and we'd get the battle of Goliath versus Ant Man. Uh, right. It would play out like that. That's kind of what I was looking forward to. That's the only reason why I was disappointed, uh, because Goliath really, honestly, served no true purpose. Like you could have had Lawrence Fishburne play a, a random made-up character. It didn't have to be Goliath. When you no, made him Goliath, I was Ant-Man, like, all right, though. well, yeah. let me see him grow big now. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Right. No, no, I'm just saying. You're right. It, it had no real purpose. He could have been a random person, but. You know, for Ant-Man fans, everyone knows who Bill Foster is, Goliath. Just like the whole uh, her being the daughter of Egghead from the comics, too. It's like, that's a nod to the comic book. She's the daughter of Egghead. Like, he's dead. She's alive. It's pretty cool. It's, uh, I did not expect that either. <laughs> like, I didn't know who she yeah. was. I thought she was a made-up character. But she ended up being a character from, somewhat from the comics, at least connected to one. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to pass it to you now, Dane, and then... I can't wait to get into the actual character. Will you hurry up? Because I have a lot to say about her. But, Dane, who are your thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp? Just good. Um, should I say, like, I, I, lo- I really enjoyed this movie. I thought that it did. I Like like you guys, I kind of went in with lower expectations, and I had a really good time. Um, I did laugh because I am a sociopath, but it's a different breed of you, obviously, Juwan. So, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of the stuff made me laugh. Uh, during the whole entire movie, but it was definitely probably, it, it depends on the audience that you're with. Uh, stuff was landing with my audience, but stuff that uh, people were laughing at um, was, I don't think it was supposed to be funny, like the whole part where it's kind of weird where Paul, where, um, Rudd did a great job impersonating Michelle Pfeiffer, but he literally becomes yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. So it was kind of like a weird scene. People were laughing at it. I was too. I, I enjoyed the movie, but what I was going to say is I have some negative things that I do think that were a little bit, uh, Max in the plot. Should I separate those or say everything pretty much in one outline right now? No, you can go ahead and just knock everything out now. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll definitely say a lot of the good stuff. I thought the daughter, like you guys said, was terrific. Um, I love that she becomes stature in the comics, and it's still like the fact that she wants to become a hero. It's kind of a nudge that, you know, eventually, phases from now, we could have the Young Avengers pop up. She's, Cassie is a member of the Young Avengers, and I think that would be a cool concept. Uh, spoiler alert for the comics, Scott does die <laughs> later on um, because of Wanda. So they have everything 
going in place where certain things like that could happen to fuel certain other things. Now it's a little bit out of place with the whole uh, Civil War was, I think, right after that. But whatever, it doesn't matter. This was a fun movie. It was funny as hell. Special effects were incredible. That de-aging technology is very expensive, and I think that was the best I've ever seen of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing what um, uh, Netflix and Scorsese does with their, their gangster epic, because that was amazing. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer look great. Um, I thought the acting was fun. I loved the chemistry between the three of them, of uh, Hank, um, Hope, and also um, Scott, especially the parts where like Scott's like kind of daydreaming and like about Hope, and all of a sudden like Michael Douglas goes, "Hey, can you quit thinking about my daughter right now and like, you know, actually start doing the whole work?" Like I thought that was funny whenever he called her out. Um, I love Michael Douglas. I think he's he's was so good in it. Um, I say thing the use of size. I am going to say that I want to know how. All the equipment didn't get destroyed whenever they had the building down to uh, suitcase size, and they were walking yeah. around with it tilted. But that's just that's a, that's like any any like problem I have are small like little things like that. Um, for the most part, I had a really good time. I will agree with you, Juwan. I think the quantum realm will become the negative zone. Like I think they'll trade or tr- they'll it'll be the same concept uh, that Reed Richards will kind of find out about or something. I really feel they'll, they'll use that as a, a combined tool, if you will. Um, try and think else. Um, bad use of Wayland Goggins. Uh, this, this had a good trait and a bad trait of villains in Marvel. One of them taking a great actor like Wayland Goggins and just giving him absolutely just a stupid, like dumb, um, you know, like, Western guy that's a big business man that's goes with a dumb accent. He's such a great actor, so that kind of bothered me. Uh, good trait is that Ghost has a lot of layers with her. Although she did kill people, so it's like, is that okay, really? But you know, right. I guess she was in pain or whatever. We're supposed to do. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the post cred scene was awesome, um, but do they do they have not have TVs of what's going on? If that was right when the dusting was going on, stuff was already going on in New York. You know, it should have been known to the public that Iron Man was gone. Like, a little bit of something at the beginning. Like, shouldn't we be taking this whole thing in New York seriously? Like, Scott saying that to Hank, and Hank going, no, we got to do this, blah, 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 first, or whatever. And him going, all right, like, kind of would have led to it, but I guess it would have gave away a great after credits. That other one, that was bullshit. That was us having to wait in there for a bullshit credit scene to see an aunt, an aunt play a fucking drum solo. So that was kind of, yeah. I don't know. They gave I, away I, they, the they kind of, <laughs> my, my whole, my whole, yeah, exactly. And they gave it away too. And then the, my, my biggest thing is Hank Pine is the greatest um, scientist when it comes to micro physics, you know, physics. And I don't think it, it's really taken them. The only thing I had to like really wrap my mind around the most was it's really taken them this long to figure out how to get his wife out of there. I guess he had a way for, it just seemed very convenient that they figure it out right in the beginning of the movie. But you know, it's it's whatever. I enjoyed the movie. I had a lot of fun with it, and um, I thought it was better than the first one. I know a lot of people don't feel that way, and I I know a lot of people's problem with this one is the humor, and a lot of them and people that I respect that review movies and stuff like that, they really love Thor Ragnarok, and that one, the humor actually is what killed it for me for that. So it's it's you know, movies are subjective. Everyone likes what they like. Um, I definitely like this, like humor-wise, more so than Thor Ragnarok or Guardians uh, 2. Those didn't really hit it for me, but I really enjoyed this, and I was grinning ear to ear for the whole entire movie. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, the one thing uh, that 
bothered me about the end credit scene, not the one with the ant, the one where, <clears throat> spoiler alert for everyone who uh, is obviously still listening, not realizing that this is a spoiler uh Not <laughs> that we didn't say it like five times. <clears throat> Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the only thing that bothered me, like you said, Dan, about when they disappeared, um, is to me, they, them disappearing means it happened after Thanos snapped, which means the events of New York had already happened. So my issue is I would have liked it if somebody had mentioned, because you have the FBI focusing on Scott Lang. Uh, Hope and um, I mean Janet and um, and Hank, but no one saw the fact that Thanos' army came and started to try to invade uh, New York. Like we're just we're not going to bring up the fact that that happened, right? Because obviously they're not you know in New York, but I'm sure that it popped up on someone's radar. As the FBI, it should have popped up on your radar that one Stark is gone, two Cap is back because the events of you know. Uh, <clears throat> of the government knowing that Cap is back. Like, just too many things just didn't seem like their timeline matched up. Uh, and that was one problem I did have it, that took away from me enjoying that end credit scene of them disappearing because it's just like, I kind of feel like you guys should have known, like, this huge threat was happening while you were dealing with, uh, with ghosts. And speaking of ghosts, my issue with ghosts, my only issue with ghosts is I do not like the pattern that it seems like Marvel is starting to follow with their villains. It started with uh, Killmonger, then you had Thanos, and now it looks like Ghost. You have someone who has this sad background who then is justifying their killing. Um, And then it seems like the fan base is... I don't want to say Killmonger. Go ahead, I'm sorry. What did you say, Joe? I said Vulture, too, kind of. He kind of felt bad yeah, for him, Vulture. too, in the beginning. Vulture also. Oh, even, it, it even Killmonger, it's, it, they, they seem to have, be having a trend of trying to build, instead of villains that are kind of pointless, sympathetic right. villains, right. which is interesting, right, right. but, you know. Only reason I don't like sympathetic villains is because in the comics, a lot of these villains that you're now making Zemo sympathetic too. were never really, <laughs> never really came off as sympathetic. Like, they came off as just this, you know, death-wheeling, like, this straight-up bad guy. So it's like, I don't want this to be a continuous thing going forward. I need your villains to just be villains. Like, if you do have Jake Gyllenhaal as, um, oh, yeah. crap, I forgot the villain's name, um, Mysterio. If you have him as Mysterio in the next Spider-Man movie, I don't want it to be this, this magician who's hard on, hard on time, maybe he lost his job, his family, and that puts him into the life. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to keep feeling torn with my villains. I want to leave the theater going, I hated that guy. I hated every ounce of that guy. That guy was your fucking douchebag. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just, I I want to leave the theater hating my villains. I don't think it's a bad thing to hate the villains. Um, That was my only, right, that was my only issue with Ghost. Because uh, I thought the character was great. I thought the, the story, the execution stuff was really good. I just don't like the whole, well, I had a bad childhood. It put me into this life of villain, you know, of becoming a villain. And now I kind of see the error of my ways. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. assassin, you're right. 
And it's just like, I, I don't want to feel sorry for you. Like, you were out there killing but, people. Like, I yeah, want to separate it's, it's like, they, they have all these issues, and they have all these problems, and they're like, you know, I've had, I had a really rough life, but genocide is now going to be my concept of what I'm going to do. Isn't that, it doesn't equal out to me like a lot, like murdering people is going to make up for it. Clicking half of existence, you know, just neutral concepts, just, just like that. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are pretty bad things. Michael Keaton, I guess, had like the least amount, but still at the same time, he did murder people. He did do a bunch of bad shit. So it's like, yeah, yep. they went from having villains that had like no, it's like they were just there. They had great actors and they have that in this too with Waylon Goggins. They had a villain that was, Great actor Wilson. with a pointless role, just like oh yeah yeah that's one whatever. It's male to Molly, okay Joel. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, it, it's like they had that, yeah, and they I also see. had a sympathetic villain. Just have a good villain, like just have a villain that's that's good at being a villain. I I mean I've said that until I was blue in the face, but they, if they can pull it off, I guess they can pull it off, and they do slightly. Yeah, and yeah, I've about mean, it too recently too. Yeah. Like with, uh, uh, well, don't forget Bush, King Bushmaster. King, King was very, uh, was a King very, King um, too, yeah. yeah, he was a villain that you didn't really think was just a villain just to be one. He kind of, you know, he told you what happened with his family, yeah. stuff like that, but and you kind of like, transitioned I into felt it. for Bushmaster. Like, at the end, I'm like, damn, he's kind of right, but he's doing really bad things, <laughs> but to bad people. And the same thing with uh, Jessica's mom. She was just a, a rage monster. But you kind of yeah. felt bad for it too, you know. Okay. That's how it's been. I'm still so confused about that one. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck happened during that season? It was good, but it was like it was good. Yeah. Fuck. And even crazier, before we move on, uh, even crazier, they're actually filming season three right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, when there's a set this? video of uh, what's her name transitioning into Hellcat. But what I can't wait about that. What confused yeah. me about them filming right now? But I don't right like now, her anymore. That means it, they <laughs> fucked up her character. She was the villain last season. But the fact that they're filming right now means that they're probably going to start the new year off with Punisher season two, then Jessica Jones season three. So I think this year yeah. Yeah, we will get Iron Fist and Daredevil, and then you do so. the next year starting with Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones, which is really interesting. Yeah. Because if you're telling That's me cool, I get three though. to four a year, uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I think we get one a quarter. Yeah, I think we should have Jessica Jones's dad as the villain next year. Wait, when did this oh, become I a Jessica think... Jones review and not a, a Ant Man and the Wasp review? <laughs> Ant- we, we lost Ant Man and Wasp. We got away. We we lost it. Um, Wasp. Right, wrap it up. To wrap it up, so we can get Nick uh, Nick back in here. Dane, what rating would you give it? Um, I thought about this out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I had a lot of fun and thought that it was way better than what I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was way better. Well, not way better, but I thought it was better than the first one. I really enjoyed it. All right, Joel, what about you? Yeah, I think I agree. I think I'm going to give it an 8.5. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. and uh, it, Yeah, 8.5 sounds right to me. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you guys. Uh, that's pretty much where I land because uh, I, I, I really, like I said, when I say I didn't enjoy, I didn't laugh at the humor. It didn't, to me, take away from the movie. I still love the movie. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just didn't. And Dane, you were saying it all depends on the uh, the audit, the reaction of the audience. Everyone was cracking up. They were dying laughing. I don't know why. I just didn't think it was funny. Um, but yeah, I'll go with you guys. You don't, you don't like murder right. pigeons or like little small, um, <laughs> you know, no, muskrats no, no. or anything like that. Do you? I okay, have just make a, a joke. I, 
I have a sense of humor. I don't know why. I just didn't find it funny. I, to me, the the humor just kind of really was the exact same humor from the first one. And I didn't really think the first one was that so funny. funny. I guess, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't like recycled, and I thought it was all recycled. Like, it was the same thing from the first one as far as humor. Um, but, all right, so we you don't like Paul Rudd. I get much. it. It's all good. No, I'm still, I'm still peeled that we got Scott Lang instead of uh, Hank Tim. So, I, I guess maybe that's always an I agenda. There's Rudd. an agenda there. Always, always <laughs> with me. Uh, but, no, in, in all seriousness, I did love the film. I love Evangeline Lilly. I really hope yeah. Kevin Feige is serious about doing this all-female Avengers uh, movie because I'm telling you now, Tessa Thompson, Evangeline Lilly, um, uh, what's her name? The Scarlett uh, Johansson. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, who else? I'm forgetting somebody. Um, there's so many. I mean, as long as it makes so sense. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, um, so well, I can't wait for that. But uh, let's get Nick is coming back in here, right, Ben? Yeah, I, I just messaged him, so I'm, I'm assuming I'll be back soon. Is, oh, is that right. the bottom line, though, for the review? Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah. And that's the bottom line. Just don't go set so. That was so oh, set up great. Good job, guys. That was. That was. That was. I wish I wasn't talking during it, but yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but no. All right. So let's move on. Let's get into our next topic, and then we'll throw Nick in uh, as he uh, as he comes back. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. I just tagged Joel in this on Instagram, and it's it's super weird to me. And I'm wondering if it was weird for you also, Joel. Uh, according to Margot Robbie. We will be getting a Birds of Prey. Uh, filming will start in January, she's hoping. Uh, and also, we'll not only have a diverse cast, um, we will be getting an R rating for it with what she also described as a lower budget than what superhero movies usually have to work with. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Before I pass it over to Nick, uh, I do want to ask you, Joel. she kept saying Harley Quinn movie. And then the person asked her, oh, you mean Birds of Prey? And she said, yeah, I've been working a lot on this Harley Quinn movie. So I'm confused. Is it a movie about Harley Quinn that I guess has, like, uh, like ingredients of Birds of Prey, but is actually a Harley Quinn movie? Uh, Harley Quinn solo, rather? Like, what did you get from that interview you just saw, Joel? Well, I'm pretty much... Uh, what you just said, I think it's going to be a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds of Prey in it. Um, I think they're going to somehow finagle her as probably a member or an offshoot member or someone they have to capture, something like that. Um, I don't know yet because she's never been a member of the Birds of Prey. It's called Birds of Prey. I want to see the Birds of Prey, but she's the headliner, you know. Um, right. There was a whole bunch of movies that were on the docket, but she was the headliner of all of them. And the whole point was, this is a movie that has Harley Quinn in it, but they went with the script that involved the Birds of Prey. That will be the focus. But um, there's a good there's a good chance she might become a member of the Birds of Prey. I don't know for sure, um, but that that's kind of seems where they're going with it. But I'm not I'm not totally sure. Don't, don't just take take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> right, right. It, like I said, it was just super confusing because she kept yeah. like she was emphasizing that it was a Harley Quinn solo. And then she kept nah. agreeing with the interviewer <laughs> that yeah. it was going to be Birds of Prey. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
right, one of you obviously isn't getting the other because you keep saying the opposite thing to what the other one is saying. Completely confused me. Uh, but, Nick, I want to go to you. Um, how would you feel if we had a Harley Quinn solo, but it had aspects of a Birds of Prey? Kind of pretty much what Joel was saying. So where it was like a Harley Quinn solo, but I guess was co-starring the Birds of Prey? I have no idea. Take all this with a grain of salt. That interview was just super confusing that Margot Robbie gave. Uh, how would you feel if it wasn't a true Birds of Prey adaptation and it was more so a Harley Quinn movie and then I guess maybe she joins the Birds of Prey? I have no idea. What, what are your thoughts, Nick? What? How many times are we going to say Birds of Prey? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we all know Dave's thoughts. Um, <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I, it's fine. It's whatever. Just make a good movie. Like, make a kick-ass movie with a bunch of, like, badass fictions, and I'll go see it. And, you know, that's, that's totally fine. I thought Margot Robbie was one of the best parts of Suicide Squad. I thought there were, right. you know, a couple of standouts in that movie, and she was certainly one of them. And you know, I look forward to seeing her reprising her, her role as Harley Quinn. So if this is the script that they went with and it's it's the best script that they had available that involves Harley Quinn in order for them to, you know, carry on that character and, and make more movies with Margot Robbie, then I'm totally fine with that. That's cool with me. Um, it doesn't have to be – it doesn't have to be – totally centered on the birds of prey or totally centered on Harley Quinn. Like my biggest thing, especially when it comes to Warner brothers is just make a good movie. And the thing that like the thing about this whole story that really gets me is like the report that, and it's, it's going to be R rated, uh, I guess. Um, (laughs) Like, why are you, why are you making that decision now? Just make the movie, send it to, you know, the, the, the ratings board and let them come up with a rating for it. You don't have to tell people, like, I swear to God, it's like since Deadpool, there's, like, been this thing about we, we, this movie's going to be an R-rated movie and it's going to be awesome. It's like, dude, just make the fucking movie. And you, we'll, if it's good, we'll go see it. It doesn't have to be PG-13. It doesn't have to be rated R. It doesn't, like, that. none of that really concerns me whatsoever. But... I mean that's that's like the thing now I guess, um, but remember they I believe they said this about Suicide Squad as well that it was going to be R rated, and the movie we got was definitely not R rated. So I'm not holding my breath on that. I just it found that PG-13 interesting. For sure. Yeah, yeah and it, I just, not only wasn't was it not an R rated movie, it wasn't a good movie either. So they kind of struck right. out on both. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from in, in that aspect. Like, you don't have to continuously give us things that are unnecessary at this point in time. You haven't even started filming. Uh, I will say I do think this movie is going to be centered around Harley, mainly because Margot Robbie's producing it. So I kind of yeah. doubt she would produce a movie that then does that isn't centered around her. So I think we're going to get a crap load of Harley. Uh, to me, the biggest issue I would have to, to what you were saying, Nick, is if, if she is, if this movie is going to be heavily centered around Harley, which I think we can all pretty much assume, just don't call it Birds of Prey. That'll be my only issue. Don't call it Birds of Prey. Call it something Well, else. they are. Uh, I, 
<laughs> that, that, that's going to be my that's going to be my issue. Well, there you um, you already don't like the movie going in. <laughs> no, 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 I won't say that because I, I guarantee you, once the trailer hits, I'll probably be in love uh, with the idea of the movie. Uh, so I won't go that far to say I won't like it. Oh, of, there's uh, a new rumor for it if you want to hear it that just popped. Uh, yes. Um, Breaking news, everyone. <laughs> Uh, I think it was Umberto that just said it, too. Um, it says, they decided recently no Batgirl. Attentively, so they did say Barbara Gordon, no Batgirl. So we might get Oracle and not Batgirl in this movie. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. Hmm. That kind of gives me, like, interesting a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Dane, take that new piece of news and tell me what your thoughts on, uh, on what Margot Robbie was saying. Uh, saying. What rumor. Remember, it's a rumor. Rumor. I know, I know. I just, I would like, you can introduce Barbara. Like, you can just change the concept altogether and have Barbara start off as Batgirl in Birds of Prey, and then she becomes Oracle. Marvel kind of does that all the time. DC has definitely taken, or, you know, changes of the comic books. So I would not start her off as Oracle. Like, I would actually have the event somewhat in some movie of the killing joke of where the Joker does this take place. Because if not, they're just going to try to do flashbacks and do it in this movie. I don't know. Um, I would just keep mm, it as a natural. But I will say, dude, this cleanup I think is a good idea. I don't think there should be all these fucking movies. And I hope what this means is that instead of there being a Birds of Prey movie and a Gotham City Sirens movie and a Harley movie and a Batgirl movie, nope, we're just going to do Birds of Prey. We're gonna, Harley will be one of the integral parts of Birds of Prey, and you're going to see Batgirl, Black Canary, Huntress, and then also pro- probably the other Gotham City Sirens with Catwoman and then, um, you know, uh, Poison Ivy. Just do it all in one movie. And if, if, they, if they give reason to have one branch up of that, do it. I could see people wanting a Harley movie, but whatever the fuck Jared Leto's doing, I hope that is a Joker Harley movie. I really, and I've already said this at length, hope that the Scorsese movie just ends up being fucking Jared Leto, but they're not going to do that. I don't really care. Just condense shit. You don't need all these damn movies. You can you can set up storylines and still make a really compelling film without jeopardizing it. I don't I don't uh, I've seen it done is what I'm trying to say. But um, I think that this is for the good if it's true. If this is kind of like Harley's like a main center of it's like the main characters are Harley, Batgirl. Um, those are maybe the the main two if you will, and then everyone else is kind of like characters around them. Um, and you're just introducing more of Gotham and that whole entire, you know, uh, community. But what you should probably have is no Ben Affleck Batman. Just just completely take Batman out of the equation and put him in his own separate fucking movies from Matt Reeves when he's younger. Just do that, actually. That would be my uh, my number one thing to do. I never thought I would see the day in which Dane, like, has been pushed to the brink by Warner Brothers, and he's like, just stop. Stop giving me all these fucking movies. Just give me one, like. <laughs> I can leave me alone with like four different fucking it's Harley Quinn movies. I only need one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I, I completely get it, Dane. I just, I, I just think I, it's just funny to me. I guess. I will it's not funny say, to me. Um, <laughs> I really hope. I really hope they don't go the route in in this Birds of Prey, the route of it's the it's the three good guys versus Harley Quinn for whatever reason. Then it ends with her like forming a, a team with Poison Ivy and Catwoman. Like, I, I don't want anything like that. I, I want you to do just one movie. Have that. doesn't really want the movie good. to happen. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I, I All the ideas. He doesn't like happen. the idea of anything. Listen, no. 
time out. All right, so let me one by one. Let me one by one ask you guys before we move on. Joel, you'd be fine yeah. if it was uh, what is it? Uh, Batgirl, um, uh, Huntress, and Black. Uh, yeah. Black Canary mm-hmm. versus Harley, and then it ends with Harley like forming the team with Catwoman and Poison Ivy. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because then what do you? Why is that? A, why is it a bad thing? Though? It's not <laughs> like, that it's no, a bad no. thing. It's just like you could spin that movie, introducing all of them together, and have it be the three of them versus the other three. Because it's yeah, it's that's like, what I always thought they were gonna do. That's oh, you, you're saying. talking about like cliffhanger to lead up to the next one being about Harley having it's a villain team. Like that, that's stupid. Right, that's right. trope. Yeah, I get then, what you're saying. Because then at that point, because then at that point, if you have the three of them team up at the end of Birds of Prey, who then are going to be the the heroes to stop those three? The Birds of Prey, right? So just eliminate all that extra stuff and just put them all in this one movie. Like don't leave the cliffhanger, and then we get another movie of Birds of Prey versus Harley. But now Harley has the team. I don't like this. Well, it's all the more reason why they should have just done Gotham City Sirens. They could have led into Birds of Prey. So I agree with I you in that sense, Jawan. You can, you can do the reverse of that, though. I, I yeah, but if this is a Harley-led movie, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I still would say, I, I'd say don't do, I'm with you, Dave. Like, I'm don't do you. Gotham City Sirens. Like, just put it all in there. And there can, they, you can yeah, have just, some some one liner about how they're the sirens of Gotham or some shit like that, you know? Like, I want to see the birds of prey. That's all I want. Just, just make birds the birds of prey. Of prey. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. I Dude, want exactly. And I don't want a good Harley. I don't want her, her to be sympathetic. At just have her I mean, kind of get closer there and then go back to being a fucking crazy bitch because I don't think. Yeah, I mean, she's a, she's not a. I can call her a bitch, right? You know, she's Harley Quinn, right? right she kills yeah. people, right? Sure. I'm allowed to, why okay. not? And I also, but yeah, for for psychotic bitches. Anyways, um, diversity <laughs> though within the movie, I think that's a good thing that, that if that's true and they get a diverse cast because you can get a lot Very. of people to play characters like Katana and and uh, and Catwoman and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be kind of cool. Like, what what's that the, the chick from um oh man uh, Baby Driver? I think Elsa Gonzalez. She always wanted to play like Catwoman. Right. I could see her play Katana. Um, I could, I've always said that Rosario Dawson could play a great Catwoman if they wanted to go down that route. Like, Wait, do that. Like, add some element to it. I'm sure a bunch of people will hate me, but I don't know. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I was just about to say. No, no, no. Because hold on. Because we're working on getting that interview. So I, I'm going to need you to stop trying to recast Katana, Dave. We, we have a Katana. <laughs> um, but I'm fine, with, I'm fine with everything else that you said uh, as far as, you know, because to me, I don't think, a lot of these characters have to be one specific race. We've said that numerous times. Not every yeah, single right. character has to be one specific race. So if you want to make Catwoman Hispanic or Poison Ivy African-American, like if you want to do those, I'm completely fine with it. Just don't, like, you got to make sure the casting is perfect. Then. Uh, because yep. then now you have a lot more expectations on that actor, on that actress, uh, because mm-hmm. now you're, you're, you're now representing oh. a whole other thing. Oh, and by the like way, I meant... New... Go ahead. I meant Huntress, not Katana. I don't know why the fuck I said oh, Katana. Oh. But she could definitely be <laughs> okay. in the movie as well. Um, she would actually be you a good... Yeah, yeah combine her. Put her in the fucking Birds of Prey movie. She's already awesome. We go. all liked her. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I almost fucked that up. I mean, yeah. 
You were scared. I just love. Like, I just love the idea of Rosario Dawson being Catwoman. Like that's fucking awesome. Well, she, Nick, she the biggest reason role. why the biggest reason why I wanted her to be Catwoman, uh, or I thought about her being Catwoman, was I rewatched Sin City the other day, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, like, in all this leather, like that's that's Catwoman. Like she can, she yeah. can pull it off. Uh, she would have great chemistry with Ben Affleck too ever. if he actually played the role. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. She has great chemistry with everybody. She's just fucking awesome, dude. Yes, she is. Uh, Shout out to you, Mike Holter, because I'm sure some of those scenes are really awesome. Anyway. uh, (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't like comedy. (laughs) Shit, dude, I would settle... I would settle not. to be like, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Daredevil is just like, has her like patch, patch him come. up a little bit. Like that, oh, yeah, Charlie yeah. Cox, I'd be like, that, that'd be enough for me, dude. Yeah, absolutely. All right, but let's keep this DC. Uh, we got a report saying that DC is looking to focus more on standalone films. Uh, duh. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't even address this as it's news because I think we've <laughs> all been saying this. Since, like, the reports of BVS came out, and it was just like, oh, wait, you're, you're already doing a team-up movie? Like, you only had one solo movie, like, one standalone. Uh, this isn't news. This is what we've all wanted. Focus on standalone films. I mean, you've had Kevin Feige, who's had numerous team-up movies, go, yeah, we're just going to have movies that are, like, standalone. Like, they don't have to necessarily connect. And it was just like, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> whatever you say, Kevin Feige. When it comes to DC, it's like, yeah, this is kind of probably what you should have been doing this entire time instead of these numerous team-up movies. Do standalone films that set up for you to then branch off and do team-up movies. Uh, but, Joel, uh, th- this isn't news or anything. This is pretty much what we've been wanting since the beginning, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, it's not news. I mean, we, they've been talking about it for a while. We've heard about this for a while. They're going to focus on uh, just the individual characters for now, and or we got to earn that team up movie, and that's that's fine. Make people want a team up movie. It's different yeah. than just giving us one, you know. Let people say, "Oh, I can't wait to see them all together again." You got to make people yearn for it. And if all these movies end up being pretty damn good, we're gonna want it. So you just do what you, do what you're planning to do. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was saying on uh, when we did Geeks Against the Grain, and I had to defend uh, BVS. I was saying the reason why DC thought they could get away with it. Uh, doing something that early was because, if you think about it, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, putting them together, you would assume that would automatically be box office gold. They forgot you had to make a good movie in order for it to be box office gold. That was the only missing ingredient that they were dealing with. Um, But I I get why they thought, all right, well, let's throw these three together, then down the road, let's throw the Justice League, and people know uh, majority of our characters more so than they did the Marvel characters. So people will definitely come out and, you know, and fill up theaters to come see Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash. But it was like, you have to make it a good movie then for me to leave the theater and tell someone else to go see it. And I think they, mm-hmm. they kept forgetting about that. With Suicide Squad, BVS, Justice League. Um, so that's kind of where they uh, where they went wrong. But uh, like I said, if they, had, if they if BBS was a good movie, I do not think we're looking back and saying, no, you probably should have started off as a standalone film instead of rushing to put these three together. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's just how I view it. If it was a good movie, it was a good movie, and you could have continued your slate the way that you set it up. Um, but the mm-hmm. fact that it wasn't 
that good of a movie. You then messed everything up, and then you followed it up with Suicide Squad not being the best of movies. So then that's kind of where you lost your fan base. But if that if BVS was a good movie, I don't think we're having this conversation, and they're pretty much going back to the drawing boards. I think they stick to what they had in mind uh, going forward. But, Nick, I'll go to you. Uh, what are your thoughts on DC looking to focus purely on just standalone films? I mean, that's kind of what I said from the beginning. Like, you can make movies that exist in the same universe without having to have all the little Easter eggs that tie them together. I mean, those are just... Put it this way, like, Marvel does a really good job of tying things together in genuine um, sort of ways. Like, in ways that make sense. And, like that's what you should be doing, but you can have, like, take, for example, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy had almost no connection to any of the other Marvel movies short of Thanos being, like, a connective tissue, but he was, like, only in, like, a, what, like, a tiny little fraction of, what, I think the Avengers, when Loki talks talks to him for, like, a few seconds, uh, and, you know, in some post credit scenes, like, such a small thing so like you can use things like that to tie things together but uh, you know what like I, I like I like the idea of standalone and I don't think that necessarily has to mean like solo films like say just Batman or Flash or because you know we're getting Green Lantern Corps which is obviously going to have multiple Green Lanterns at least you know we're going to get Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart uh, from, right. from the reports you know, we're getting um, Birds of Prey. I hope we're still at some point going to get a Justice League Dark movie because that would be fucking awesome. Like, I would just love to see that. Uh, and, and that's something that, like, it doesn't have to tie in. Like, you don't have to throw Batman in there or throw any other characters that you've already, like, built in this universe. It can just be, you know, Constantine and the other Justice League Dark members and, and, you know, them right. doing their own thing and dealing with, like, some supernatural shit. Like, I, I like that idea. Like, A, it gives each director a little more creative freedom as, as, as to how they tackle a movie, which, if you recall, which was kind of like the thing that Warner Brothers said they were going to be better about than, um, than Marvel. Because, like, you know, take, take the first Ant-Man movie, which, of course, y'all know I fucking love. I, I think it's a fantastic movie. But Edgar Wright had to exit the movie because, you know, Feige was basically like, no, we can't like we can't do that because of this, this, and this, and this is where we're going, and blah, 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 blah. Like, if you, if, if you allow your directors to be able to have the, the freedom and they don't have to worry about every single little connective tissue that's going to happen four or five movies from now, like that's great and you know i think i think that's what dc should have been doing from the beginning and it's obviously not because we've seen two movies now where they were basically like yeah we're we're just going to like completely like recut your movie uh in suicide squad and uh justice league we're just going to completely recut your movie and it's not going to be your movie anymore well like you're still your name's still going to be on it, and we still expect you to like hold the ownership over the product that we put out. But it's not really going to be your vision, and that's got to be frustrating for a director. And like, the quicker they can get away from that, and if this is the remedy, like, good, do it. 
Yeah, I was saying uh, the other day uh, to to Leo that I felt as though because because of the huge success that Iron Man had, uh, especially Iron Man being a character that if you're not a comic book fan, let's just be honest, the the average person is not familiar with Iron Man. That is definitely wasn't. something. Uh, was not. Was not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's right. definitely not the case anymore. He's definitely become one of Marvel's hugest characters since uh, oh, yeah. uh, the first Iron Man movie. For sure. But beforehand, now. absolutely. But beforehand, it was something that only us us fans knew about because he had the animated show and we knew him from the comics. Um, but I think DC right. was really fun uh, until a nervous wreck when Iron Man did so freaking well and Man of Steel did good. It did good. Right. It didn't do well, anywhere near Iron Man. So I think they panicked, and they were like, Zach, all right, we're, we're, we're still riding high on the, on the wave of the Batman trilogy we just had. Add Batman and Superman. Because if you guys remember, uh, that movie was originally slated to being Man of Steel 2, not right. BVS. They panicked and said, all right, we got to do something. Throw Batman in there. That'll definitely bring butts to the seats. Throw Batman in there. Have him interact with, uh, with Superman. Remember, that, that movie came out the same year as Civil War. So they were like, all right, we got to do something. True. And that was what they did. And I think because Warner Brothers has, has been a company that panics way too often, they messed up what I think Zach was originally trying to do, which is Man of Steel, Man of Steel 2, and then everything else after that. Uh, so panic has always been the worst thing for Warner Brothers. Uh, but Dane, what are your thoughts on on them deciding to to focus on standalone films? Well, even though I promoted the concept of taking all the ideas of Gotham related characters and shoving them down into one movie and introducing all the characters in one film to branch off into other films, um, pretend I didn't say that. Uh, I, I like the idea of solo films. I mean, I think there's still a way to do that um, without you know, having to make it so much about your universe building up. Um, I think some of the problems I, I have in parts have with Marvel even uh, was, if I'm to be honest, like certain times where I felt like it was more filler for the next episode to get us to where we are with Infinity War than an actual movie, like really caring about that. So even them, the, the kings of it, I, I think I've had problems with it. So yeah, treat each movie like it's their own fucking movie and then combine stuff like we said, if they want to still do this Legion of Doom thing, which I think was a very positive mm-hmm. thing about Justice League, use that as little ways to put together to get eventually to what I, I always say, just rebrand it, JLA, start it up, don't even do a Justice League 2, and get us there eventually with that. And let that be your connecting tissue. You can have other characters show up in other movies, but don't make a big deal of it, and don't worry about, like, a dark side it, presence is there. Like, don't do similar things like that. Just Concentrate on your movies, make good films, make your characters enjoyable so that people want to come and see another movie and not make a, uh, nothing off of fucking things like, you know, Justice League. Like, I, it, that's, to me, it's still absolutely crazy that that didn't do, wasn't as successful as it should have been. Or even BVS, for that matter. You know, that one did, did better, but still, it's like, just make good films. I mean, I don't know how many times I have to say that. Um, it's like, like a lot of people, it's very hard for me to tried to remain positive, but I think that if they stick to just storytelling and not worrying about connectivity, that they'll be good. Yeah, I, I mean, also would add, 
Uh, real quick, Juan, I also would yeah, add that, like, if they're going to do, like, more of these standalone movies, I think it's kind of a way for them to reboot without rebooting. Like, the thing is, like, Soft Warner Brothers has... Had, yeah, well, and the thing is, like, Warner Brothers has an amazing cast together. If they didn't have such a great cast, I think more people would be clamoring for for just a hard reboot. But, you know, right. I mean, we all love the Batfleck. Uh, Gold Gadot is terrific as Wonder Woman. Henry Cavill is, like, perfect for Superman. Like, all of these great actors that are, that are already placed in these roles. And so if they do more of these standalone things, then it allows them the ability to not have to follow this narrative set up by Zack Snyder that was going in a particular direction that they don't want to go anymore. And so it can let let each of the characters breathe, and then through the stories that they you know create, they can essentially have the ability to say, okay, we have these you know ten stories now. Where can we take these to bring them together? And it can just be more. Um, I guess more, less generic and more authentic uh, if if they do it that way than, you know, continually trying to follow a path that was set out by a guy who's no longer, you know, directly working with the franchise and, you know, they're, they're trying to follow a path that, or trying to pick up the pieces of a path that they didn't want to go down anymore. So I, I think that's another big reason why I'm in favor of it. Yeah, I mean, it, at this point, if you're Warner Brothers, um, you kind of have to, at some point, uh, kind of have an ear to what the fan base, uh, what the fan base is looking for. I think what Kevin Feige has been just completely successful with is not necessarily like listening to the fans and then reacting due to it. It's just keeping an ear out. Like, what do what do you guys want to see? All right, well, how can we implement those things? Uh, like, I, I remember Kevin Feige doing something as simple as uh, messing with us, telling us we were getting Captain America Serpent Society. And he had a lot of people in the crowd like, what the hell is that? Like, what do you mean Serpent Society? And he was like, ah, never mind. And then Robert Downey Jr. came out, and then he announced that it was Civil War, and then he did something huge by bringing out uh, Chadwick as, as Black Panther. Like, he just knows that this fan base wants such an expanded universe. He wants such a good universe. And a lot of people wanted that for DC. It crushes me, Dane, that a lot of people, after leaving Justice League, aren't like, man, I want a Justice League too. A lot of people are like, I don't know if I want any more DC movies at this point. And it's just, it, it's really heartbreaking. But to the point that you made, Nick, uh, with, with the cast, um, uh, to everyone who was saying they didn't want BVS to happen, they would have rather standalone films start then, like a Wonder Woman solo or whatever. The only issue I have with that is if you had went down that road, you wouldn't have the cast that you have now. Because I think what a lot of people forget is that cast had everybody. Henry, Finn, Gale, uh, Jason, um, Ray, and uh, Ezra. He casted all of them. Uh, well, Henry so was I already mean, cast, but yeah, everybody no, else. But he directed Henry is what I'm saying. Like, he, he got Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So, um, and I've grown, and I'm not one of those guys that's going to say, well, there isn't a, uh, a cast I could do better or just as good. I'm just saying I fell in love with these characters uh, and, and these cast members, and I want to see more from them. So I don't want any kind of, and that's why this whole Ben thing is just such so frustrating. I wish we had them all, like, well, not all, because Ben's the only one that's gone, like, riding on the fence. Uh, 
Um, but I just want to see more from these characters in, in this cast because I've grown to love them so much. So I'm definitely really looking forward to this, uh, this Aquaman to come out. Can't wait for Comic-Con so we can get this trailer so I can get a feel of what this movie is about to be like. Um, sure. But I guess, we can, I guess we can transition into that. Um, at Comic-Con, Hall H is supposed to uh, – not Hall H. Warner Brothers, sorry. Yeah, is supposed Hall to H. As Joel was correcting me before, um, has two hours, but they usually do. So that's not a, a huge difference or anything. Uh, but they're going to completely own Saturday, as Joel was telling me. So I'm going to go to you first, then, Joel. What are you looking forward to the most from Warner Brothers' time slot uh, on Saturday at All Age? Well, that's a good question. Um because Warner Brothers will pretty much own Saturday between um, the Warner Brothers panel itself and whatever movies they want to announce, and, of course, the DC part of their Warner Brothers panel, uh, which will probably take out the last hour, half hour of that panel. Um, ooh, it's a good question. I mean, because there's a lot of stuff we know is coming already. Like, we know the Aquaman trailer is coming. They'll probably close it with the Aquaman trailer because that's going to be the most recent movie. Everything else will be teasers. We'll probably get a teaser for Shazam. We'll probably get... Um, Maybe even a small teaser for Wonder Woman. At the very least, maybe a first look at Cheetah as Cheetah. Um, I think those are definite. Everything else is a question, right? Will we get any type of uh, Batman news or Superman news? Um, I'm hoping. Like, I really would like to see some closure, at least on Superman sequel. Anything on Batman, I'll be happy with. Uh, if they have anything on Birds of Prey or Flash, I'll be cool with that, too. Um, but I know for a fact we'll definitely be getting some Shazam, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. I know they want to go big. I, I can't wait to be surprised by whatever it is. And I think it's at 10.30 their time, so that means it'll be like around 1 for us here. So that's going to be fun. I really, that's really what I'm looking forward to at the Wonder Brothers panel on uh, that Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I feel like we'll get a full-length Shazam trailer. Because uh, if you're Warner Brothers, you can't afford to... Because the movie comes out early 2019. So you can't afford right. to make us wait, like, the end of <laughs> the end of the year to get that trailer. Like, you haven't bought that much goodwill. Like, show us at that point so then we could spend yeah, that so time, something. like, hyping ourselves up um, of the idea of Shazam. Because it, it is a character that if you don't read comics, you have no idea who he is. And he's being played by an actor that... A lot of people probably don't know of. Um, so it'd be good at that stage to give uh, the fans and people who aren't maybe fans uh, their their first official look at footage of Shazam. And yeah. I would also say I think uh, what Gail's bringing to uh, Hall H is a teaser. I think we will get a small oh, little video. Because they've been filming long enough to have enough footage for a teaser, at least a teaser. Yeah. I'm not saying a full-length trailer, but just a teaser. Um, I I think people will go crazy for that, uh, for that more so than anything, because of the love of that first Wonder Woman film. Um, But yeah, only thing I disagree with you on, Joel, is I think they might open with Aquaman. I think they might open with it. I think you might have Jason Momoa come out and start everything, and I think they might end it on either Wonder Woman or possibly the rumored Matt Reeves coming out. Because I think, think you want to end it on a shocker. You want to, because remember but, when, um, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, you could be right. I mean, but they usually do, 
the big one. They do, like, the, the main one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what uh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it reminds me of Billy Joel. Okay, he said, you may be right. I said, I may be crazy. Don't worry about it, okay? <laughs> I thought it was on you. <laughs> I'm not doubting you, man. Um, <laughs> um, That's so funny. It took, me, it took me a second to register that, that Dane said Billy Joel, and I was like, God, did he call Joel Joel a fucking gin? Damn it, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I caught it. I caught it. I got it. Oh Jesus! Well, now I lost track of where I was. Aquaman, Aquaman, right? Aquaman. They usually um, do the big the, ones at the end. Is what you were right? Getting because at they usually have the panel, so you probably get a full yeah. panel and then talking and all that. And usually the, the smaller ones, like you won't get a full panel for Wonder Woman. You probably won't get a full panel for like Shazam, but you'll definitely get one for uh, Aquaman because that's. They have to promote that the biggest. That'll probably be the beginning of Aquaman. Promotion will be at San Diego Comic Con. That's usually why they release that one for last. But who knows? I mean, they could do whatever they want. I mean, because the only reason why I said I would love a shocker to be how they end Hall H is because I, I always say the biggest moment in Hall H history to me, to me, is when they brought Brie Larson out and was like, this is your Captain Marvel. I was just like, what the fuck? No, no. I was like, whoa, no. what? That's no. insane. No, the biggest one ever was when they announced Batman versus Superman. Nothing was bigger than when they announced yeah, the hype Batman with that was ridiculous. Superman. That was See, ridiculous. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I just, I love the casting of, of Brie Larson. So I was just a huge fan sure. that Marvel out of nowhere just, just like made that casting announcement at Comic-Con. Like it didn't have to come through uh, variety or anything like that. It came from Comic-Con. That was so dope. So I'm saying I would love for Matt Reeves to come out, bring Ben out. I, I don't want to read me in, any more from these, <laughs> oh, these sources. Cry. I want to get it from the horse's mouth. This is what's happening with Batman. No, Jawan. This is we've had the horse's what? mouth before, and he's lied to our faces. The horse doesn't matter. We need to yeah, see he's, it on he's, film. Wait, he's a doo horsey mouth. He's dick. Lied His horse what? mouth is shit. Huh? He's lied about what? <laughs> he's lied about being director. He's lied to being attached. It's like now it's all over the place. Oh, remember no, last year he was no. like, Time "Hey, I, he was like not the big." No, I'm not talking like about Groundhog's Day. Oh, you're not talking I'm about not ben? talking about That's hearing from Ben. I'm talking about I want to hear from Matt Reeves. I want to hear exactly what you want your Batman movie to be and exactly what yeah. it's going to be. And a possible goddamn uh, date for when it might be coming out. Like, that's what I want. I'm saying I want, a date I want Matt sure. Reeves. I'm saying I want Matt Reeves to bring Ben out to confirm that Ben is indeed going to be his Batman. That's all. But I'm what happens if he comes out and doesn't come out with, with Ben Affleck? Then I still want to hear if like when we will be getting the this goddamn Batman on? movie, and then let the speculation yeah. begin. Uh, I wonder Dane. when that gets confirmed. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully soon. Um, but Dane, what is the, the the biggest thing you're looking forward to coming out of uh, Warner Brothers Hall H? Um, I'm I'm hoping for an announcement for a uh, Plastic Man movie, maybe Metamorpho. There you uh, go. That maybe the metal men uh, that'd be cool. Metamorpho, I'm all in for. <laughs> all right, well, we could put Freakazoid and um, Ambush Bug in a movie together, uh, maybe with the Creeper. Uh, any of these random fucking DC characters helping out anyone Creeper. out there? Creeper. Anyways, I hope there is somewhat. <laughs> I hope there's two things. Instead of just dishonesty, one of them is what Jawan was talking about. 
I want to know what the fuck's going on with Ben Affleck. I don't want some fake redirect crap from him. Last year, he said he was going to stick around. That was obviously in the fucking air. I want to know exactly what's going on with that, with the Matt Reeves Batman. And I want a slate, not a big slate, not a ridiculous, let's throw titles on a wall, but actual movies that are, that are, that are getting set up, that are getting worked on. You're condensing movies down. You're, you're putting some organization. And you're actually going to fucking go with them. You're going you're gonna to actually stick the plan and go with these films, and that's going to be your thing. You have two hours to wow us. That's plenty of time. Don't fuck up, because if you do, I am going to – I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to bitch about it, and, and it's tough. <laughs> For some reason, Batman movie, Batman movie is going to cause me anxiety and anger within my life. It is not fair, damn it! <sighs> <laughs> Um, no, listen, listen. I don't you think sound like me breaking down anything. about Luka Doncic, Dane. <laughs> I don't think uh, any of us. Uh, I don't think I'm going to disagree reference. with you. I, I, tell okay, you what, I tell you what, Dane. I tell you what. I don't even want a slate because they've shown they can't stick to a slate. All I want is for the movies that are coming out for us to get uh, trailers for uh, when it comes to Wonder Woman. That's getting just a teaser. All I want outside of the movies that we know we're getting, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Shazam, give us a Green Lantern uh, announcement, like a start date or an actual date or casting, director, Mm -hmm. something. And for Batman, even if you don't bring Ben out, like Joel said, you don't even have to bring Ben out. Bring Matt Reeves out and have Matt Reeves just completely wash away all these crazy-ass rumors uh, that's been going on about a movie that he's doing. Like, I hate that people are talking about a movie that someone else is doing, and we never hear from that someone else. Like, dude, just I don't even need. Like, I don't even need fucking concept art. I don't need. I just want information, information that you're sticking to, and showing that you have a plan. Like, you know, I sound like the Joker right now from Dark Knight, but like, everybody needs a plan. So that's what they should do, have a that's fucking plan and stick like a to man. it. Yeah, uh, my issue is just, it's like, come out and just say, listen, this is what I want for my Batman movie, this is what I'm going to be doing, and that's it. So then at the end of the day, if anything else comes out, we can go, all right, I don't know if I should listen to it, because that's what that guy just told me, and he's the actual Bro. one directing it. No, I'm oh, saying yeah. When it comes to other people, when it comes to Ben, I get how people are like, I don't know if yeah. I'm ever trusting anything Ben says. That's why I said, <laughs> if Ben doesn't come yeah. out, that's fine. It's hard. I, yeah. I want to be able to trust Matt Reeves at his word, because if he lies, it's then like, all right, well, are you actually going to be direct? Because it seems like everyone's getting a movie but Batman, and that's one of your, your biggest characters. So it's like, if I, like Dane said, like if, if news comes out that we got a director for Lobo, and Lobo movies coming out. I'm going to be like, all right, well, listen. I, I do not want to see any more movies till we get a Batman announcement. Just an announcement. And a Man um, of Steel 2. Yeah. Hell yeah. Two announcement. Uh, but to, to that point, really quick, if I pass to you, Nick, uh, apparent, uh, rumor has it, Joel, you can speak to this, Henry Cavill is okay. supposed to be um, leading the Shazam panel. Um, and if that's, that's true, a rumor. yeah. I, I doubt that he leaves that stage without giving us something uh, in, uh, of involving Man of Steel. So hopefully he's been we teasing get it, man. He's been teasing it. He has it. been teasing it. He's been getting back into Man of Steel, uh, Superman shape. He he just joined back up with the guy who trained him uh, for Man of Steel, 
and I think for yeah. Justice League, I think. So that could mm-hmm. mean something, Dane. That could be meaning something. Uh, but Nick, Better be. what are your thoughts, and what is the one thing you're <laughs> looking forward to from Hall H from Warner Brothers? I'm going to echo a lot of what y'all said in a lot less specific way. I am just looking forward to confirmed shit. So, like, yeah. I, we get so much from DC that is just, like, throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, I'm looking forward to the what has stuck part. And I think this will be a great time for them, like, whether it be, like, with Dane said, with a timeline, or, like, what you said, Juwan, with, you know, just just the the different things that you have confirmed and, and, and those kinds of things. Like, show us what you've been working on, what you got, and tell us what you know you have lined up. Mm-hmm. Like, Let's not do, like, oh, and by the way, like, you know, we're probably going to be doing this. Like, that's – and we won't get that. And that's what's great about Comic-Con is you don't get the, the you know, oh, well, we've, we've had two discussions with Steven Spielberg about him doing this, you know, Blackhawk movie and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, they only have two hours, so they're going to do, <laughs> like, we have – here's this footage, here's this footage, here's this footage, here's our panel for Aquaman, uh, these are the other movies that we have coming down the pipes, these are maybe some release dates, here's some new actors or actresses, like, things that are confirmed that we can, like, really, really get excited about, because it's really hard to get excited about DC News, um, just because it's, it's, we all know how it, how it goes with Warner Brothers, so... Yep. That's what I'm looking forward to, the the yep. real stuff, the real confirmation of news. Not this fake I gotta news. I've got to be honest with you. i, I got to be honest with you. I'm not, I don't even want to see Ben Affleck there. Like, confirm stuff and shit and get everything reported. But I'm so sick of it. Like, he's so damn deceiving. He's hurt me so many times. He should play Bill Clinton <laughs> in a fucking biopic, okay? I'm sick of it, man. <laughs> Lie to me! Well, oh, I, don't, I don't know oh, if he could pull God. off the Clinton uh, Arkansas accent. Maybe. Uh-huh. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I agree in principle to what you're saying, but I will never reject a chance to see Batflick. Ever. 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 <laughs> okay? Look. Give me Batflick at any given time. He can come out and do anything. Come out and do it, Batflick. Yeah. Um, He'll be out for some other movie. Listen, that's fine. That's fine. He can come out and say he's playing no, on the character. Just have him like, yeah, I'm all for it. Give him a uh-huh. character that's not Batman that he really likes and let him direct a movie and really put his own vision into another separate I character think, so but he doesn't out. have to even be a fucking a part of it. But that's what's confusing, Dane, because Batman is a character <laughs> that he really likes, that he that's wanted true. to direct. I'm just, that it's, I'm just saying that he still if, if if rumor is true, it's it's the reason why you know he didn't want to do it is because it was really hard to direct in costume and do all that type of stuff, and it was stressing him out. It seems like he was like, "You're gonna do Justice League." He, he was like, ah, "I don't I, I don't want to do Justice League." And then they were like, "You're gonna do Batman," and he's like overwhelmed as shit, and that kind of contributed a little bit to what we're getting now. Just give if if he still wants to do yeah. a comic character, I know that he likes Batman. But give him a fucking other one that he can kind of like develop into something. Give him the Joker movie with Jared Leto. Let him fucking do that. I would trust Ben Affleck mm-hmm. to make a good Joker movie. So I or, don't know. Well, I mean, 
I don't know. I just I just look forward to seeing whatever like movie Ben Affleck does next. Because um, Dane, you know, yeah. I told you I I saw Live by Night. It's a pretty damn good flick. Like it's not great, yeah. but it's it's a solid gangster movie. Like it it, it I, I enjoyed it. I thought I'm it glad was. To hear. I thought his character was really his acting was really good. Every, all the casting was really good. The story was interesting. Um, and it I just like him as a, uh, yeah, and I just it's like him good. as a filmmaker. I mean, Argo's fucking fantastic. Uh, the Town, uh, Gone Girl, like all of his movies are really fucking good. So, like, I just, I just would be really interested in like, like Warner Brothers, like talk to him and be like, dude, we will finance any fucking movie you want to make. Just be Batman for us, and like that can be our relationship. Like, you know, you don't have to direct any of our comic book movies. Like, I, I hope that movie yeah. ends up happening. Like. Cause, yeah, because, I mean, everybody benefits from that. And all he has to do is, like, show up and be Batman, and he's already really good at that. Like, I mean, aside from, like, he is you know, the, aside from, like, the, the smile smirk, yeah, that he had at the end of Justice League. But, um, but you know, for the most part, like, like probably my favorite scene in Justice League was, like, his scene uh, with he and Wonder Woman where, you know, he's Bruce Wayne and she sees like all of his fucking scars and everything. And like, like, mm-hmm. like that, that little one-on-one scene was so good. And like, um, I mean, he just nails it. He nails Batman. So like if, whatever Warner brothers can do to appease him, like just do it. But I, I, I am kind of with you though, Dan, like don't necessarily need to see him there. I wouldn't be, I'm also with you, Juwan. Like I'm not going to turn it down, but, um, <laughs> I'm not against it, but, uh, but nevertheless, I don't, I don't think there's really a point to it unless, you got a big the Batman announcement, in which case, right. yes, I would I would hope that he would be there. I think well, I well, think he's going to be further away from that fucking podium than uh, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> <this year>, so <laughs> that's, well, that's why I said that's why I said it's it's vital that um, Matt Reeves is there. It, it Ben doesn't have to be there, but we need to hear from Matt Reeves. Like we yeah. can't go Look, a full if year Matt Reeves is there. nothing from him. If Matt Reeves is there and he just gives us a title card, like what the name of the movie is going to be and a date, I'll be I'm go- oh. <laughs> That's it. I'm getting on Twitter and getting an account and bitching at him for the first time ever. See, <laughs> see Joel, I'm not even, even going to put stock in that. I just want him to come out and go, yeah, you know this whole talk about there being two separate Batmans and then two separate this and that. None of that's true. My Batman is going to be part of the DCEU or DCFU, whatever it's called. And that's it. That's the only Batman we're going to have. And, and we're uh, either going with Ben or we're <laughs> recasting one or the other. You know, I mean, well, just do I it. Don't, don't tell us. Let me rip out this Band-Aid. There. I don't know if he'd yeah. make that announcement there. Because it, it'd be really there. disrespectful. I wouldn't do it It'd be there. really disrespectful yeah. if he came out and was like, yeah, you guys know that guy Ben that was your Batman before? Yeah, yeah not anymore. It's not going to happen. Uh, I, I, do I, I don't think it would either. come out from him. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. Hit him I don't, a couple the times. reaction. That's why, the reaction. You got to avoid the Batman. The reaction Hit him in the gonad. I tell you what, he probably wouldn't make it out of their safe. Um, but all right, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, let, let's talk about something that I'm pretty sure will upset Tyrese, but I love the idea of upsetting Tyrese. Hmm? Uh, the Hobbs movie is definitely going to happen. Uh, Tyrese trying to get it shut down did oh, not Tyrese. work. Uh, yeah, Tyrese. Uh, I was not like, who? Only is it going to happen? We will be getting Idris Elba as the main villain, which is awesome. I freaking love it. 
the idea of Idris Elba being in something that's going to be a really good movie excites me. Um, so I'm, I'm really hyped for the idea of it. Uh, Nick, I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts about a Hobbs movie, uh, period, and then the idea of Idris Elba going up against The Rock and Jason Statham? Well, first of all, I thought you said uh, that the story was going to make Kyrie angry, and I was like, what are we, covering like a documentary yeah. and how the earth is in the last, like... And then it only fueled it only fueled that by Jane being like, who who's Kyrie? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was so like, confused. oh nice, we got it. We got Dane on two <laughs> separate basketball references that he didn't get on this <sighs> show. That, that was I'm gonna get a Brock um, Lesnar on 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 the end of the, by the end of the show. I'll get a Brock Lesnar one. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I know who Brock Lesnar is, dude. That's like saying, like, Michael Jordan. And David, you're not going to know who fucking Michael Jordan is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, uh, you're going to have to dig a little deeper. Um, but anyway, uh, as far as this this whole spinoff movie and everything, I mean, I, I, The Rock is great. Uh, Statham is, is, is good. Um, I, it's funny, like, I went through a period where I watched a lot of Jason Statham movies, and then somewhere along the way, I just realized that every Jason Statham movie is the same fucking movie, and so I just kind of was like, well, I don't know, I don't know. I Have think, you seen you the Meg? The, the, one, the one that I really figured it out on was the one where, um, oh, what, fuck, what's his name, uh, uh, Franco, uh, played, like, the crazy, like, dude, uh, in, in, like, the South and, like, was trying to, like, kidnap his daughter and, like, terrorize him uh, or whatever. Yeah. James Franco yeah. played him. Breakers? Um, and I was... Uh, no, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably a similar character, though. Um, but, uh, but, no, so, I, like, it, like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Statham fan. I like, I like him in, in certain, certain stuff. Um, but, like, movies where he's the headliner, it's usually just a just a kind of a cheesy action movie. I will say this, though. Crank 2 is, like, the greatest fucking, like, action movie ever. Like, that shit's fucking hilarious. Um, well, just, like, so... Oh, dude, yes. Crank 2 is way more corny, like, way more over the top. Oh, like, okay. fuck that's, yeah. That's it's, for sure. It's, yeah, it's 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 just a pure action movie, and it's fucking great. It's uh between like that and yeah. Shoot 'Em Up, uh, like those, oh those both of those movies God. are fucking like just terrific. Snakes on a plane, uh, huh? I, I yeah, Snakes on a plane. That's another good one. Here, this should be your next uh, top ten list, uh, Juwan. Like greatest cheesy top 10 action horrible, movies. Great movies. Yes, top ten <laughs> horrible great action movies. Um, but anyway, uh, I. I fucking love Idris Elba, Idris Elba, however you pronounce it. I've always said Idris. Uh, I've heard, I hear people say Idris. I hear people say Idris. So I'm just going to stick with the way that I've always said it. Um, but, yeah, dude, just I love Idris Elba. Just do what I do. Don't explain yourself and let Joel call you out or you. <laughs> I got you, bro. Well, I got usually you. I'm, the one, I'm the one who calls people out. I'm like, it's Gol Gadot. Like, see Gol and Gadot. Not Gadot, not Gal. Right. Like, so, yeah. It's, Thank God you can't see commas while speaking, Nick. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Um, but no, dude, I just thought it was awesome. I, uh, I I really think um, he will bring like a, a an awesome element to this movie. I, he he's great in every role that he's in, whether the movie is good or not. He always delivers, and like the fact that he's gonna be you know kind of kind of the bad guy going against you know The Rock and and Statham. I think. Adds, certainly adds some intrigue for me to this movie. And what I'm hoping 
as like as far as to have like the connective tissue to kind of like tie it back because you know they always like to make these ties with with this franchise is have have his character having had some kind of relationship with Jason Statham's character in the past because they're obviously both British. I think that could add a lot of like cool little nuances and, and connective tissue to the the overall universe. It makes a lot of sense to me, and I think if you if that's the the route that you were going to take, like if that's how the script was written, no better person to cast than Idris Elba because the dude is just fucking awesome. That I agree with. Uh, Dane, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm looking forward to Tyrese's uh, new R&B album, Fuck Dwayne. Um, I think it's going to be a classic, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to watching it out there. You know, I hope there's like a part where he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't really give a shit about Tyrese. That's some bitchy shit. Uh, I'm looking forward to Jason Statham's movie, The Meg. Even more than the Rock movie, uh, Skyscraper. If you guys oh, saw Ant-Man, yeah. you might have seen the Meg trailer. The Meg trailer looks like it's going to be Piranha 3D, which is another one of those movies which is so bad it's good style yeah. concept. Oh, yeah. But uh, if we're talking about this, I like some of the fast films, some of the uh, furious ones, if you will. And if you're saying that we're <laughs> taking that robot Vin Diesel out of, the, out of the picture and we're putting The Rock and Jason Statham against Idris Elba and letting him like, have a little bit of like a Bond villain flavor, and there's been rumors that he's going to play Bond or a Bond villain maybe in the future. So, you know, whatever. I love Idris Elba. I, I hope this means that if he's willing to do a fucking spinoff that's the Furious film, then maybe he'll play a DC character. And if you guys are looking for um, a concept for a script, you know, just I got one. Manhunter, Marsh Manhunter, just, you know, hit, hit me up. Uh, it's A-L-V-E-S-D-A-N-E at Yahoo.com, and uh, we'll, get, we'll get things going. And, uh, you know, Idris Elba should... He, he can he can play that role. He can play lots of fucking roles. I don't I, I don't really care, guys. I don't, I don't, our, uh, Fast and Furious, great. I'll probably see it because it has Dwayne Johnson in it going against Idris Elba. But uh, it's going to be an action film. And um, yeah, the Meg, the fucking Meg, Megalodon. Biggest, think about biggest it. thing I, I'm looking for. I, I was just going to say, I, I love this game of how many different ways can you try to pronounce Idris Elba or Idris Elba or Idris Elba? <laughs> no? Am I the only one? Okay, go ahead. Um, if there's a fuck you button on here, I'm going to find it. Um, <laughs> no, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is uh, is just pretty much to see what the, what, what the actual uh, – thank you, Dane. Uh, what's this movie going to be about? Like, it was the why are these guys teaming up together? Where does Idris Elba fit in, in in this whole scenario? Will Helen Mirren be in it? Like a whole lot of things. Luke Evans <laughs> be in it. A whole lot of things that I'm looking forward to Helen seeing. Sexy. What this movie might? Yeah, she yes, really she is. is. Like, I can't argue with that. <laughs> um, but Joel, uh, I'm going to pass it to you so you can make this less creepy because we just went super creepy just now. Um, yeah. What's creepy about like Helen Mirren being sexy, dude? That's just fast, Ooh. bro. Yeah, Michelle okay. Pfeiffer's looking but great too. She also... is a beautiful woman still. That's what I noticed from Batman: The Wasp. I forgot to say that Michelle Pfeiffer, gorgeous. Oh yes, yes. Oh God, I keep. I think she of, bathes uh, in baby's blood. I'm just gonna say that on air. I'm pretty sure <laughs> she takes babies that she steals and puts their blood in a bathtub and then sits in it. I'm just you listen, know, like listen. like Jupiter ascending style. Listen, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't would be able to. I would never be able to interview her because if I saw her, all I would think of is just how freaking 
hot she was in Batman Returns as Catwoman. And that's all I would think about as I was talking to her. I'd just be like, you know how hot you are. Like, I, that would come out. So I wouldn't be good talking to her face to face. We won't have you talking to her. Uh, <laughs> not me I, it'd be, it'd be uh, horrible. Don't Nick, do that. Nick that or Joel will, will be the ones talking to her. That and Zoe Zaldana, like, don't, don't have me face to face with them. It'd get really weird. Uh, all right, Joel, what are your thoughts on uh, our new villain for this top spinoff? Breaking on home, Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shaw. Um, I'm really curious as how they're gonna pull Sounds off. Sounds like a shitty wine. The move. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, and look, I liked them together in the last Fast movie. I thought it was really good. Um, well, the movie was okay, but they were good. I liked them together. They had really good chemistry. Even though I still don't get how Shaw. I don't know how you could redeem him after him killing Han and all. I mean, that's kind of weird. That's gonna be kind of. No one cares guess, about Han. Hey, Han was a really good character. Don't fuck her with that, uh, man. Come what, on, Han's so whatever. great, man. Wasn't his girlfriend um, Wonder Woman? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah uh, they were so. both. Yeah, no one cared about either one of them. Uh, <laughs> they were good characters. Han was a good character. He was a friend of theirs. I guess it wasn't a friend of Hobbs, so I guess it, it can make sense there. But either way, he's kind of a dick. So whatever, um, they they're gonna just ignore that, and uh, he's gonna go team up with the Rock, and they're gonna do whatever the fuck they're gonna do. I don't really care about the story. I always figured it was gonna be a cheesy action movie. So whatever, make something entertaining. I like them. I like them both as actors. They're entertaining to watch. Uh, Idris Elba, at the very least, makes me, it gives it a little more. Uh, I, I'm more interested. Because I'll say this, Idris Elba is he's class personified. So there's a there's a character there, there's an actor there that, that that gave it some more credibility than it had before. And you already have two guys that are pretty cool, so maybe you got you got something there. I, I don't know what else to say about it aside from it might be a fun movie. <laughs> all right, so I think the, we're all in the agreement that I think we're all in agreement that if they came out tomorrow and said this movie wasn't happening, we wouldn't lose any sleep. All right, so let's move on. Um, all right, so Not, that's true. <laughs> to an action movie we actually care about, uh, John Wick 3 gets its official yes. title for its third installment, Parabellum. Uh, now, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I typed this word in uh, to have Google say it to me so Nick wouldn't yell at me for saying it wrong. Um, wow. I spent a good 20 minutes working on that. So um, oh, I just want to be honest Lord. to our listeners. Uh, I always try to give you guys the God's honest truth, and that is the God's honest truth. Um, I looked at the word when I saw it. When I saw someone post it on Facebook, and I was like, I'm going to say this wrong on the show. So I was like, all right, Google, don't let me down, man. And I, I typed it in, and I heard it, and I was like, all right, I got you, Nick. I'm ready for you, man. <laughs> so hopefully I said it right, and mm-hmm. Nick you can't did. make fun of me. Um, all right, so I'll go to you first, Nick. What are your thoughts on the first official title for John Wick 3? I think it's awesome. I mean, I kind of expected it just to be John Wick, you know, Chapter 3. Wasn't the second one Chapter 2? Isn't that what they called it, John Wick Chapter 2? Yeah, thank you. Um, so, I, yeah, I just kind of expected it to be that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's a cool added element. I mean, it obviously has a reference to a handgun with, like, an automatic or semi-automatic feature. Um, it's in Latin. It means essentially, like, path to war. So with that being said, like, this is, this is like, the path to war of, of John Wick going to war with, everybody because of how the second one ended so 
it, yeah, like kudos to to the guys who who like decided to use that as as kind of their tagline. It's got a it's got like a double meaning, and it um and it's just a cool sounding word, you know, like parabellum. Like that's that's just it's got a ring to it. It's just one of those words that um that a doesn't get used enough, and b it's it's just so fitting for for you know multiple reasons as to why they would make this the subtitle of the movie, and I love it. I think it's awesome. Y'all all know I'm a fan of words. Uh, I love uh, you know words that are you know big words that aren't used very often. You know that kind of thing. So I I think it's super cool. Uh, I'm probably geeking out more over this title than I actually will be even the movie, even though. Uh, the second the second chapter of, of John Wick certainly sold me on this this whole series, and obviously I'm really excited as, as I said before for the the spinoff of the of the hotel. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I I think it's awesome. I love it, especially the the element of it meaning past to war. Like that part of it to me really is like super awesome. It's like we could have just called it John Wick. Chapter three, path to war, but we we chose to call it Parabellum, and it's like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, wow. fair enough. Fair enough. You're excited about the title. I'm excited that we see Holly Berry. Like, I'm I'm curious to see how uh, she plays into being the villain of this film, and and kind of like, and she has like these two dope looking dogs that are that are uh, by her side at all times. It seems like so. I'm really looking forward to seeing like how that all plays out. Uh, oh, but yeah. the biggest question, I, the biggest question I had is. John Wick stopping at three. Somehow we have 13 Fast and Furious movies. I've never understand that. Um, but, Dane, we don't know that. But we don't know that it'll stop at three. I mean, the Fast and the Furious series didn't really start, like, getting its wheels going uh, until the fourth one, when Vin Diesel came back. And then, well, and then no. it was like, God, we're just going to keep making these forever. So, well, no, you know, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, I thought, came out and said uh, the third one was the final chapter. I believe he did say that. I'm just saying, like, that may not well, be well, the case. He'll hear it. He'll hear well, you know, he's, 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 he's got to go make a deal with the money, three, man. Well, so, so, no, I tell yeah. you what, the best way for us to know if there will be another one in the future is whether or not he dies. If he dies, then I'm pretty Very sure true. we know that there won't be any more. That's uh, true. <laughs> unless this movie, unless this franchise decides to go like off the wall and they like regenerate him with Dragon Balls or something, but who knows? <laughs> All right, Dane, uh, what are your thoughts on John Wick Three getting its official title, Parabellum? Um, you know, you could you could have many uh, names for it, and that would be really cool. By the way, if you guys didn't understand a strategy with uh, Juwan, and thank you, Juwan, for that. Nick went first so he could explain to all of us what the fuck that meant, because I was like, well, that sounds cool. It's kind of like Cerebellum, which, why don't you name the next one Cerebellum? If there's a fourth one, name it Cerebellum. I think that would be really, really good. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I think that the reason why they won't go past three is because they have integrity, unlike the Fast and Furious films. That's probably why. Uh, <laughs> they've told a pretty good story so far. Um, and I know how you feel about going to Google to try to figure out something. It reminds us of our uh, interview with Cheo, in which I still, after pronouncing it 50 fucking times the correct way, mispronounced his name on air. Still won't uh, forget that. 
Love you, buddy. Thank you for uh, having you. Who I am. Uh, so I, I, I do exactly what you're talking about. So what, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, John Wick. I'm sure the third one's going to be awesome. I love the first two. And um, I'm looking forward to John Wick, Cerebellum, um, Parabola, uh, uh, big word. Parabola. <laughs> Antebellum. Um, yeah. Antebellum. Uh, what's uh, what's like those mushrooms that are kind of like, they, they got a P word? It's kind of like that? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Joel, I'm going to go to you. Uh, question is, what are your thoughts on the official title? And more importantly, did you, before Nick uh, gave us his whole spiel about the definition, did you know what Parabellum meant? Oh, no, I had no idea. Actually, before Nick <laughs> gave his definition, I actually had to look it up myself. I was like, what the hell is a Parabellum? Okay. And it, apparently it's it's prepare for war. <laughs> it's like prepare about, like, for whatever. war. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're right. No, it's prepare all good. Um, that's a great Thank name. You. Even if it was prepare for, uh, prepare for war, I would have taken prepare for war. But whatever. Uh, parabellums is fine. Uh, there's a hidden meaning behind it because obviously not many people know what parabellum means. But I'm just looking forward to the movie. I'm glad it has a title and it didn't go. It didn't stick with three. That's cool. That's fine with me. I'm really looking forward to John Wick and whatever they do next because I love the first two and I really should like collect those because those are great. Yeah, you do I was have like a portobello amazing... mushroom. Portobello mushroom have... is what I was. Oh, thinking. there you go. That, that's what oh, I there you go. <laughs> You do of have course, my brain, my of brain went to, like, what kind of crazy psychedelic mushroom is Tane talking about? No, no talking I'm about not talking about the psychedelic mushroom. You this eat is, regularly. It's the delightful one that you put on some Italian dishes, and it makes more flavor. No, no hallucinogenics. Yeah. Today. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's, let's, not get, let's not get our show shut down before we, uh, we get a major deal somewhere, guys. You mean you don't uh, want to go right, down I'm, that rabbit hole? Okay. <laughs> No, I, I don't think you should. But, um, no, uh, what, what was I saying? All right, we were finishing up on John Wick. Okay, all right. So let's get to the topic that the show is named after because I was forgetting that we didn't go over it yet. Uh, apparently, Joel, to speak more to this, apparently we are possibly getting a Gundam live-action movie. Uh, the reason why I titled this show the, the way that I did was because anytime you mention large robots, I get really nervous that Michael Bay is sitting there putting in his bid uh, to take over the, uh, that franchise. Um, so I, I got really nervous as soon as I heard the news, and I was like, no, 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 no. Someone somewhere make sure that this news never gets to Michael Bay because he'll go, wait, this was something of, of people's childhood? Let me get it. Let me find some <laughs> amazing way to ruin it. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that this stayed far away from him. But, Joel, I'm pretty sure you have – more details into the announcement of this Gundam film. So I will go to you. you better. What are your thoughts on a Gundam movie? And tell the world how you were the person who was uh, actually excited about the idea of Michael Bay being the guy to helm this project. I was, look, first of all, I was not excited for any Michael Bay involvement at all. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm all excited about uh, Gundam in general. Like, I, I'm, you know, I've told you guys many times, I'm a huge fan of giant fucking robots. I want, <laughs> if the Gundams were real, I'd probably be a giant robot pilot if I could in my life. That's my dream job. One day, I hope that I can like, live out that dream and become a Gundam pilot. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. And now we're going to get a lot. Look, bro, when the Gundam showed up in that movie, in uh, Ready Player One, I almost pissed my pants. I was so excited. The glee. I was like, holy shit, they actually showed the, I'm like, the Gundam. I was so excited. I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I really look. I want it to be good. I need it to be good because robot movies can go either way. Uh, we've gotten Pacific Rim. Not everyone loved the first one. A lot of people didn't like the second one, but I still enjoyed it. I think the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I, I do look forward to watching it though. Um, and I want a good big robot movie to succeed. Like just like I like big monster movies to succeed. So like, I don't expect um, what's his name uh, Michael Bay to actually touch it. Um, I, I I do hope whoever does get their hands on it um, does justice to it. And I just I'm really curious as to which storyline they're going with because if you know anything about Gundam, there's like multiple multiple storylines to go with. If you go and you stick to the original announced like the original storyline, you can go with that. There's a lot of politics with it. Um, I'm just very curious as to how they pull it off. And if they do pull it off, that they do justice. I just want them to do justice to it and. I think I don't know if it's still there, but I know in Japan they actually had a life-size Gundam, like a like a life-size model of a Gundam. I'm like, I would yeah. die to see that shit in person. That's <laughs> that's insane. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm hoping, I'm I'm wishing, and I hope this damn movie's good. Well, the the biggest reason why I want this movie, uh, if it does actually come into fruition, and and it does happen, why I want it to succeed is if Gundam succeeds. We can then get a Voltron movie, and I desperately <laughs> want a Voltron movie. So if, if Gundam's the perfect, uh, the perfect franchise to, to kind of test out, because uh, if it's good, all right, we can get more like it. If it's bad, we can kind of just say, all right, maybe childhood uh, dreams can't really form into reality, it seems like. Um, <laughs> Not all of them. Tawan Carter, the antithesis of Walt Disney, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, just, it makes me nervous because it's like I, I didn't, I don't hate all the video game uh, movies that have come out. Like, I'm a huge fan of the first Hitman. Uh, I did really Whoa. enjoy the first Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, so too. it's like I see I see that they have like, a possibility in Terribly all of that good, garbage right. that they Terrible, made beautiful. to make one good one. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it, it, just, it comes down to that. But I definitely want Voltron, directed by J.J. Abrams. Uh, but it, it'd be really fun to see if Gundam follows the same path that the Dragon Ball Evolution movie did, to where it was like Oof. it was created over in Japan, but somehow we got all American uh, people to, to work on it, and that's what it came out to. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if this will be something that's this huge budget movie or is it like a Netflix movie. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, but, Nick, I'll go to you. What are your thoughts on the idea of a Gundam movie? I have never in my life watched Gundam. I'm not a huge fan of big oh. robots, unlike Joel. Oh, um, I'm sorry, Joel. Oh. I'm just not like you know. We I'm not gonna be any better than Nick. Like it's uh, oh. it's yeah, what are you gonna do, man? Like we're not gonna we're not gonna agree on everything. Um, no, I mean I just oh. I, I've never watched it. It's it's um, I, and in fact, when I first heard it, I, it reminded me too. It, like the word was too close to Gungan, which gave me like like you know Jar Jar Binks flashbacks, and I was like, I don't think Nothing I like this. Alike. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I did do my research, and I, I looked up, I was like, okay, what the fuck is Gundam, because I don't know, um, so I looked it up, I saw these, like, giant robots and shit, uh, I, I just didn't watch Gundam, dude, I don't know, it, was, it wasn't my thing, I was too busy watching oh. fucking Iron Man and Spider-Man and 
You know, fucking Mortal too. Kombat, the animated series, and Batman, the animated series, whatever. You watch um, Mortal Kombat animated series? Dark, Jesus. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah, dude. I watched, like I, thought, I watched Street Fighter, too, man. They're on USA. This shit was I did, so too. horrible. They were terrible movies, they showed, but they were fun to watch at the time. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat. Like, dude, did y'all watch the, the live-action Mortal Kombat television show when yeah. you were a kid? Yes, was, I Oh, did. God. It was horrible. Right I, watch, I, watched I went it. back and watched, like... For like 15 minutes on YouTube not too long ago, it's so bad. Like, oh my yeah, god, it's so bad. bad. It was right was after really the I used to watch all yeah. the time. Yes. Oh god, it was terrible. But anyway, like, so yeah, I never, I never followed it. Um, I fucking, I didn't like Pacific Rim. I thought it was terribly acted. Um, which I know it's, a, it's a giant robot fighting movie. It's not supposed to be like. Fuck the actors. I want robots. I know, I know, I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm just saying, like, I've never seen Charlie Hunnam, like, just phone in a role so hard in his life, and it was just like, God damn, didn't Guillermo del Toro direct this? Like, didn't he win an Oscar? Like, come on, like, get get a little more out of Charlie Hunnam, because I know the guy can act. Um, but, uh, but nevertheless, like, I, I, I don't care. Damn mighty, <laughs> I just, I don't care. Um, giant robot movie. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, <laughs> um, giant robot movie Okay, cool I don't like Transformers I didn't like Pacific Rim Probably not going to like this either But hey, if they if they give me a really good story Like, cool Like, you know what I really want to see Like, everyone keeps talking about I want to see fucking Akira Like, sh- give me Akira Like, I don't want to Yes, well, it's it's not. I pronounce it correctly, but uh, <laughs> um, if you want to say that, right. Joel, you can, or should I say uh, Joel? But yeah, no, nevertheless, we're gonna go with the uh, different interpretations and pronunciations. Sure, yeah. to, to I'm Joel, Joel man. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey! As as Dane would say, tomato, tamale. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh. But yeah, no, I just I I I spent a long time rambling about why I don't care. So just pass it to the next person. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, James, please tell me you've actually seen Gundam. Um, I haven't. Um, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I do like anime. I I I know it seems like on the board like a lot of the stuff that gets talked about. I don't care about, but I did like you know I I, I love Trigun. I love. I loved um, uh, Evangelion. Um, I, just, I never picked up Gundam. Um, I love Voltron. Uh, I mean, shit, I used to watch, like, you know, anime movies back in the day, but for some reason I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the superhero ones that I think are popular that are taught among the, You know, I like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, but it kind of went south after that, and I didn't like a lot of series that were similar to that, if that makes sense. But with Gundam, I just don't think... I, 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 it looked like a very complex show, like, I'm sure it was, like, something like Ava Galeon. Um, I'm sure I would have liked it. But I'm I'm actually with Nick. I don't give a fuck about giant robots anymore. I like giant monsters. They're cool as shit. You know, you can even make a crappy giant monster movie. I'll be down for it. But Pacific Rim, I don't care if it's Del Toro or fucking Bay. It's like, I'm over it. I'm over fucking giant robots. If they make a good Gundam movie, like if they make a good Voltron movie, and it's a good sci-fi fest and, you know, it's enjoyable, then great. But I could I could care less. I could uh, care less. I'll go watch Ninja Scroll for the millionth time. That even care about a Gundam movie. Sorry, Ninja Scroll. Good. All right, that was very painful to get through, but we did. 
right. <laughs> we have another topic to get, another two topics. Um, let me see which one. I love Miyazaki, I by the way. I, it's, I, I, it's not that I hate anime. I just want everyone to know that. I don't. Because I know All it right, looks so like it's on shit. record. Dane hates anime. All right, so. God damn it. Uh, I read between yeah, the lines. Give me a Castlevania movie. Like, that TV show is fucking Dane and awesome. Hates Kanan hates uh, Haley Steinfeld, by the way, everyone. If you guys yes, that is true. Let us never forget that. Let us That's... never forget that. Dude, uh, that was right, the so best let's... ongoing uh, spiel of any show we've had. Was, was his, we, his haven't, we haven't stopped it either. <laughs> I love we it. it. Listen, the only reason it, 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 got, it got as far as it did is because it was just it was so unbelievably out of left field. I mean, yeah, it's just like it no one gives a shit about her, and it's just like, whoa, what? Watch your mouth. Like, she's a really good actor. Yeah, Watch your Jawan, mouth. Jawan was like the knight in shining armor. Like, he was like, hey, like, don't talk about my girl like that. Yeah, man, because I thought I in a movie with Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon, she stole the show. I loved her performance in that movie. And then when he was like, who gives a show? I was like, what? I do. Like, I don't care if you don't. I do. There's always like someone her. that gives a shit. Always someone. All right, let's yeah. move on. Well, and not to mention, like, True Grit, he's like, that was, like, her first movie. Like, fuck, like, that doesn't mean anything. It's like, there, like, that should tell you something. Anyway, go ahead. That should she, tell was like, you she was, like, nine that years old. Be- Sorry. Yeah, yeah don't, she don't, don't killed me, it. Don't get me started on this again, because I'll call <laughs> no, him right now and just start ripping him to shreds about it again. All right, let's move on. He's going to get so mad at us. Captain Marvel has officially wrapped filming. So I do believe, because remember, Kevin Feige said we will not get an, uh, an Avengers 4 title or trailer until we get a Captain Marvel one. So that's his way of saying at some point before the movies come out, you'll get to see what the movies are actually about. So that gave us, like, no, like, it gave us no news on when we can expect any of these two trailers. It has officially wrapped filming. So my question is going to be, I'll go to you first, Nick. Uh, what are your expectations for this movie? I mean, I have very high expectations for this movie. I mean, first of all, I was probably as high as you were on the casting of Brie Larson. Uh, I think she's a phenomenal actress. Uh, the Room, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Room, not The Room, just Room. Uh, <laughs> Those are two different movies. <laughs> yeah, very, very different, very different movies. Um, but, uh, but no, that's as a, as a fantastic movie, and and she, I think that's the the movie that she won the Oscar for, and yep. so well deserved. And like she's a she's just a phenomenal actress. So like the fact that like she is is involved with this. And the fact that it has the scroll, the fact that it takes place in the 90s, the fact that it's apparently so important as as it ties into the fourth Avengers movie. Yeah, I got, I got really, really high expectations for this movie. I think it's going to be awesome. And, I, man, I just can't wait to see it. Like, it, it that's probably, honestly, the, the, the movie that all the movies coming down the, the like, timeline of all the comic book movies that's the one that i'm most excited to see i mean i'm obviously i'm probably more excited to see the the fourth avengers but because that movie sets up the fourth event at least in theory sets up the fourth avengers so much it makes me really 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 want to see that movie well nick you forgot the dopest thing about this movie 
Ben mm-hmm. Mendelsohn. Ben freaking Mendelsohn. My dude. I love me some Ben Mendelsohn, man. Me too, right. man. Best part, best part about Rogue One. Absolute, absolutely, without a doubt. That's the best thing about Rogue oh, One. I thought it was a TGI uh, weird guy from the first movie in Star Wars. Tarkin? Yeah. Tarkin? I will, no. I will say, I will say Alan Tudyk uh, was probably, like, the second best part. It's a close, it's a close second. Like, at K2SO, K2SO is that really, Vader really awesome. Is the best part I was going to say, movie. that Vader yeah, the Vader is, like, but second like, to Ben Middleton. That's not a character. Okay, that's I like you. The, I you know, it. Oh, like, we're talking about yeah. character. That's I just, like, you. fan service. Fair enough. Flame and yawn shit. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Joel, what are your expectations for Captain Marvel? Well, it's Marvel. I think all our expectations should be very high on any big Marvel at this point, right? I mean, yep. I haven't really been that disappointed with many things they've given me. I mean, I know some of you guys have been, but I'm I've been pretty happy with, it, with what I've. You call them bitches? Um, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I guess. Um, Captain Marvel. That's a good answer. Um. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect because we haven't really seen much. I really can't wait to see what they give us. Like, I can't wait to see the de-aged uh, Nick Fury and Colson, like, see how they look in the 90s. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what uh, how the 90s in the Marvel Universe, how that worked out, how it looked. Um, I, I, the, the story of Captain Marvel that I don't know that well, I want to see it come to life. Just like a, like a lot of characters I don't know that well, you get to see it on screen for the first time. You're kind of reintroduced to these characters that you've known for a long time but never knew a lot about them. Same thing with having Black Panther. I knew a lot about Black Panther, but I didn't know that much about Black Panther. So watching it was like a whole new thing for me, and that's kind of what I expect from Captain Marvel. It's this whole new world I'm being introduced to, um, and I, I can't wait to just meet a new character to fall in love with again. And they have a, they have a very good cast. So I'm I'm excited. I really can't wait to see how the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe is portrayed on the big screen. Absolutely. Ah! Cinematic Universe. Marvel oh, Cinematic right. Universe. Most powerful character. Uh, right. Cinematic. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah and I, I do love the idea of uh, Captain Marvel being one of the ones, uh, you know, that's most instrumental in taking down Thanos. I would really yes. love it if she's the one to actually take down Thanos. I think that'd be huge. I think that'd be huge for little girls who are watching, um, who are watching the, the, the next Avengers movie, to see, uh, you know, a, a girl take down Cap. Uh, I mean, to take down Thanos. Uh, I think it's too much of a cliche at this point. If you have it, be Stark. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to see someone new in that power be the one that can take down Thanos. Well, you say, I, I look forward. I look I forward to the interactions between, like, you know, because. Put it this way, like the interactions between Stark and Natasha are, um, they they have their place, uh, but like, like and they're and they're awesome. But a, a character like Captain Marvel seems to be like very different, like very much more sort of. Um, she she, my guess would be she has more of a hard edge, whereas Natasha's more kind of go with the flow, like. Um, she she's not going to you know take offense to things, um, but I look forward to, to seeing the reactions between those two characters. Like I think that'll be yeah. really intriguing. See, you're excited for that. I, the thing I've been looking forward to the most since I found out she was going to be in it is uh, how her and Thor are going to interact. Uh, because Ooh, at this yeah. moment, Thor is the strongest Avenger. 
Um, and then she's going to come in <laughs> and then yeah. be the strongest Avenger. So it's going to be really cool to see how they interact. Cause I can picture a scene where Thor's like, don't worry, I got it. And then she's like, no, I got it. And then she just does like something <laughs> super dope. And Thor's just yeah. like, oh, and wow. He's like, <laughs> like, oh, dude! Okay, Are, you're already you're already like floating ideas in my head. Like, how about a romance between those two? That'd be awesome. I would love it. I would love it. That'd and it also be an excuse to keep Thor around. Yes, I like exactly. Thor. No, I like Thor. Joel. I, it's no disrespect to him. I'm saying I don't think we need Thor four and Thor five. I'm saying you could do a team up of Thor and Captain Marvel at some point and have you that could be just like have Thor be. You could have him be a quintessential part in Captain Marvel too, and that would be like yeah. enough for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Um, but all right, Dane, what are your thoughts on? Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize. What are your expectations for Captain Marvel? Um, I I just hope it doesn't suck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's just funny because you know we were saying that you know with Ant Man, like I think the general consensus with the three of us was. We weren't expecting it to be too great, and it actually ended up exceeding the ex- – like, it was good. It was really good. It was enjoyable. I enjoyed Ant-Man, you know, and I think this – I do have high expectations for, and I think that it will do extremely well, and it will be not a palate cleanser with this one with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp where it was like we need a little bit of comedy. Uh, you know, right. this will be more like this is going to set us up into the next film you know, perfectly, and that's what I'm looking forward to. So, um, yeah, you know, just bring it on. Um, Brie Larson's awesome, and uh, everything that you guys said, I hope we get a, a really cool story. I hope we learn about uh, the Krees. I, ho- I hope there's some scroll stuff, maybe setting some stuff up, like we said, for Secret Invasion right. down scroll. the line. With, you know, and, and seeing Nick Fury when he's younger, I hope he says the, the F word this time, maybe once. Come on, Marvel, just once. <laughs> Come on, he almost Give me one F bomb. One F bomb. <laughs> just one F bomb. And then, you know, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's how I feel about it. Go, Captain Marvel. All right, Where so I'll ask, I'll ask the group really quickly, just really quickly in response so we can start to wrap up the show. Uh, Joel, I'll start with you. What do you think the end credit scene will be? For Captain Marvel. Oh damn! I, mean, I never actually <laughs> sat down and thought about it. <laughs> the uncredited scene for Captain Marvel. Fucking shit! Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, obviously, I think one of them, because it's obviously going to be like two. Um, one of them is going to be her actually getting the message from Nick Fury. Uh, like her beeper is going to go off, or whatever the fuck that thing was. Okay. All right, uh, Nick. What do you think the uncredited scene will be? Same as Joel. <laughs> same as Joel. Fair enough. Yeah. Dane, are you the same with Nick and Joel? <laughs> I could that be. Uh, I could definitely see that happening, but I'd like to think that maybe we get a scroll thing, like you know, where we find out that Ooh. someone, uh, you know, I don't want to say Colson because there's too much story development with him with his television show, but someone actually is a scroll. They're covering it up. Maybe Nick Fury knows about it. Maybe maybe no one except for a few people, it's just like, oh, shit, this person died, and they turned into an alien corpse. What the hell's going on sort of thing. So that's what I would like to say. says we can't have both. <laughs> exactly. There well, you go. I, I'm gonna go. Don't have a shitty post-post-credit scene, Marvel. Make us wait in the <laughs> goddamn theaters the whole fucking time. Exactly. For, never mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> will say, 
I, I guess the touch grand scene grand man and the wasp was kinda shitty. The first one was <laughs> awesome. Don't you don't really have to stay for the the one after the credits. It's kinda useful. It's gotcha. A, it's, it's, a, a, it's a joke. One's a funny I one, one's important. That, um, That's all. I will say that I think the first end credit scene should be uh Captain Marvel landing on Earth if she's not already here. Uh and interacting with Iron Man. I would love that to be the end credit scene. Uh, and then that's the kind of thing. Well, wouldn't she land on Titan? Why would she land on Titan? Iron Man's not on Earth. No, no, I I assume I assume Iron Man probably went back to Earth. He's not still on Titan. Like, I, mean, I don't I need that I don't need that explanation, uh, that he decided maybe. to go back to Earth. I, I don't I, I don't I don't think that that's something that we couldn't put together ourselves that he obviously would would need to go Fair back enough. to Earth to see what happened. Uh, twenty years yeah, later. Or whatever the He's fuck it is. Years later, right. And then I would like for the second end credit scene, uh, as Dane said, um, I would like it to be us finding out that a scroll has been here the entire time. Now that we've spent a movie finding out exactly who the scroll are, we now know yeah, that one scrolls. has been amongst us the entire time. Because I told you guys the rumor was uh, the reason Fury called her was because um, he thought it was a scroll invasion. Uh, right. He had no idea who Thanos was. He thought it was a scroll invasion. So he said, I'll call someone who is the best at eliminating scrolls, and that's Captain Marvel. Um, he didn't call the Fantastic and, Four? Some bullshit. Yeah. He must have known that they were right issues. Um, but, um, <laughs> I, do, I, would like, I would like something uh, scroll involved uh, to be the second in credit scene. I'm like Dane. Don't, don't make us sit through an entire uh, credit. And the credits are long as shit. Just to give us something stupid. Make it be something that's worthwhile like they used to be. Uh, and they used to be right. only one. Like, we don't need two. Like, two are ridiculous right. now, especially if they're going to be stupid. Well, come on, dude. They've, the, 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 like, real, like, post-credit scene has always kind of been, I mean, uh, what, with the Avengers, they have the shawarma scene. Yeah, they're all yeah. kind of cheapy. Well, this yeah. one's going into Infinity War 2 or whatever the fuck the name of it is. So it's got to have a little bit. Like, uh, Captain America Avengers. has two big ones back-to-back, I believe. The first Avenger, I think? Yeah. yeah I, think I, so. don't, I don't remember. I don't remember, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Go back in time, like Captain America. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> I'm going to be I, honest I, with you guys. I think, I'm not. I think, I, it'll be a while before I go back and watch first Avenger. I'm just saying. <laughs> first Avenger has the Avengers trailer, didn't it? I forget. It's been so long. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I think I think the it's the, Avenger, the him punching the punching bag and then it's, yeah. No, yeah. No. yeah, the yeah. First Avenger, no, the first Avenger ends with uh, him he waking wakes up, up and, he's and breaking out. He breaks out of right, the, the room. Right, 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 right. And meets him on the Manhattan streets and goes, uh, that was yeah, it's credit? good that to have you back. That was the first one. But the second yeah, one is him punching the punching bag. Yeah, right, it was right, the trailer. Right. It was it, well. It was like oh, a preview right. to the so movie. So both of yeah, them were them good. Punching, basically, punching is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah they were both. That's good. all we're saying. They were good. They weren't horrible. Um, Not all of them are. Um, but guys, this has been another great show. We actually got through all of our topics. Um, Yay! Which is, which is awesome. Because uh, according to Joel, I talk too much that we don't get through our topics. So we got through all of our topics. <laughs> I spit uh, the so truth. That's always good. <laughs> It is the truth. It, it honestly is the truth. So I try. Oh, I'm right. Hey, hey, Juwan, I'm right there with you, brother. Like you and me, <laughs> are the talkers. Two, actually. Dane and Dane, oh, no. no, Dane and Joel are are the concise speakers. Dane, you yeah, you, you, you only you you have a rant 
Like, you don't ramble. Me and Jawan ramble. Right. You you have a we ramble a show. Long. Yeah. But, guys, <laughs> it's, it's a performance. stay tuned. Uh, because next we do have full court press tomorrow, so make sure you guys yeah, right. tune for that. Uh, and we do have Dane. You do have uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, and you have a lot to talk about with this Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah! There. So make sure yep. you guys tune rest in, in for peace, that. Rest in peace, Steve Ditko. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, listen, guys, oh, we'll so be back same time next week. Hopefully, Kanan will be here. But if not, you guys know we're gonna rock the mic as usual. But guys, great show. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening in. And we'll see you guys same time, same place next week. Peace out, bitches.